Welcome back, everybody, to the Divine Council Podcast. This is uh, your boy, Iman Quay. And this is Stefan. And we're back with episode 57. Uh, back at it again. Uh, streaming now, you know, on the stream yard. Uh, for sure. Yeah. How's everything been for you, Stefan, uh, since we last uh, streamed? Well, last week we we didn't uh, stream because, you know, it was pretty much just like the holiday um, was coming up. Uh, so last week for me, it was a short work week. We got done on Wednesday and I had went home Wednesday for uh, Thanksgiving. And it was just more of a, like a just like a um, a more intimate Thanksgiving. It was just me. My mom, my dad, and my my younger sister. So we just, my mom, she cooked, you know, she cooked a lot of food and we just was there and enjoying that. And I just was like there like during the days, just out, cause originally I was gonna come back on Friday, but I had to get a part replaced on my, my truck. So I ended up staying until Sunday and I gotta go back actually tomorrow to get something else fixed on my truck. So, cause, um, but uh, yeah, so I was just back home man. I was just, you know, just around my, my fam and just, uh, I was just binging shows. Well, I started binging this show with my sister. She said she probably gonna stop watching it, but it's like, uh, it's this show called Riverdale. It's like a murder mystery type show on uh, the CW. And honestly, I don't think I would even watch the show if I had, uh, came back like how I expected to come back. It was just something on Netflix and I was just, I just started watching it. It's like one of those shows that's so bad, but that is good at the same time. Like it's very, mm-hmm. uh, it's very, it, it, it's like the storylines they throw is just crazy, like plot twists and whatnot, but it, it, it's funny. Like some of the writing on the show or whatever, but, um, but yeah, man, other than that, you know, I've just been uh, focusing on investing uh, I got my younger sister into. Well, I'm starting her into investing, um, getting her into uh, to, to crypto. I did when I was back home, and uh, recently, like yesterday, I was looking at staking, and I've been on the, the Tron chain and uh, getting into that and farming Yumi because uh, it's very profitable. Profitable right now, one Yumi is pretty much equal to like over a hundred. Uh, it's over a hundred USDT, which is a it's a stable coin in cryptocurrency, which is worth over a hundred dollars. So it's a lot of people that's getting in on it right now, and the prices have been going up. You know, um, one of the one of the uh, cryptos I've been investing in is V Chain. V Chain just announced their partnership with Walmart, so it that's something big for them. But they haven't. It hasn't. Uh, the prices haven't jumped up for them yet, but it's it's a it's a long term project, you know. On the that's on the rise, and I've just been going uh, just deeper into that, just uh, just understanding, just trying to you know uh, look for more passive income with it because there, there's plenty of opportunities to get that in uh, in in the crypto space. So recently, yeah, I was just doing that and. Um, also, before we got on, I was just looking at uh, it's the year year and re, year in rewind. Uh, some of the uh, music streaming services like Spotify, Apple, 
music they'll allow you to look and see what you listen to the most this year and i want to put up what i listen to. i just wanted to throw it up here real quick what i was listening to because it's it's crazy to think that it's already december man like yeah this year is just like it's man there's so much happening this year dude like it's it's a cra- it's crazy to think like kobe died this year he, he died way back in february bro like it, you know and it, it don't even I don't it's, know, starting, it's starting to get colder now but i mean it's just this year has just been weird man just uh but yeah i'm gonna put my um i just wanted to put that up put this up real quick but how's uh how, how's uh everything been going on with you since the last time Man, it's 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 been rough uh, in a sense of like just my transportation. You know, I had uh, you know issues with my transportation as well the last two weeks or so, a week and a half. Um, so basically, like both of my car, like my Mustang, uh, it still drives, but I had some misfires. I didn't want to keep driving it to put some more wear on on it or whatever, and the, the check engine light to pop off whenever the uh, cylinders are misfire. So yeah, the Mustang I had to uh, I got I had to take that to the shop today, and then um, I had my uh, my mom's car that I basically paid to get fixed uh, to make sure that we can have transportation on the road, you know, just in case either car either my car was messed up or something. Um, I had to work on getting that situated, but my the mechanic that I was you know. Good, good business. Good business up until you know recently, where he had got COVID the last couple of weeks or whatever. And I've been it put a, it put me into a weird situation. You know, have you ever had like your car locked up with a mechanic who was like actively working on it, and then gets like gets 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 COVID or whatever? Like, I mean, it, I didn't know what the fuck to do. So basically, I got to run around for a week. And basically, I got I got lucky last week with work. I had to basically, you know, use two call outs and, um, you know, get that situated. They thought I had COVID and everything. And uh, they care, you know, I think it's healthy and strong and everything. Hopefully, you know, everything still go well with my health or whatever. But I'm good. They thought I was I, I was, uh, you know, sick or whatever. But nah, basically, I got stuck at home um, with, with my car. Shit, and it's been it. For the last week, it's it's, it's just been kind of you know what I've been working with or whatever. I ain't been doing nothing every like like all last week. I was wake. I was going to sleep early, or if I was not going to sleep early, I was up all night trying to either like figure out what was wrong with my car, and then I was waking up early trying to get you know the other car out of the shop. And it you know it, it, it's been weird, man. Everything's been weird, but you know like you said, you brought up you brought up the the cryptocurrency and like. <laughs> Honestly, a nigga in a good a good place. So you know, uh, you know, uh, the last the last week and a half is like I even with you know it's like the shit popped off and then you know I got a big wrench thrown in there and it's like I had to really think on my feet, right? And you know, I, I think the big thing I had to work on is like my anger and like my emotions and like because this shit is it, this little this one situation that could be simple for somebody like man it's been it, it's been hectic for real man like and it kind of almost put a lot of shit in jeopardy but like you know this whole time i didn't i didn't get upset or nothing like that and you know I, it should just feel different for me everything everything feels different even my energy like i'm right. just doing i'm doing good things you know um so yeah so i mean it's been rough in that aspect but like i always been saying through this whole through through you know just my just this situation it can always be worse you know it's people out here dying and 
getting sick and yeah, my situation ain't that bad because at the end of the day, it's actually it's great, you know. And I just take everything as a lesson, you know. I take everything as a as a as a lesson. Everything that I go through, um, That's but story. I'm gonna you know get back at it tomorrow. I got to work tomorrow night. Get back to work. Knock my days out, and hopefully I'll get my car out of the shop. Whatever, get that taken care of, and then keep working on what I what I usually work on. Like you know, just research. You know, I constantly research, and you know, it's investing, man. It's like on a nonstop basis. I don't know about you, but like nonstop every day, right before we even got on here. Uh, I mean, I'm just constantly on this cryptocurrency, and I've been on it this whole. I've been on this shit this whole year, but like, man, it's just like that's just everything. That's what I check. I just check not just the crypto, just the investing, just the just assets, just checking. You know, just checking my trade view. Trade view is actually a really good app. I'll try to pull it up on the. Uh, I'll try to screen share it later on. Um, if I if I don't if if I don't forget about it. Um. It's called TradeView, and it's like a, it's free. You can look up different, look up cryptocurrency, um, oil, precious metals, uh, stocks. You can just you can look up the actual charts, and it's free. Or you can pay for the trial. I got my, I got a free, uh, free membership. I just constantly check that, just to check the charts because I, you know, I do know a little bit about the charts. Not enough to necessarily teach, but like the thing about the charts is like a, it's like a a, a tool that you can like ba- basically. Uh, you get used to the patterns, basically. You get used to how the patterns look, and it's hard to explain. So it's different, but it's it's the same for everything because all of us are manipulated, all of us controlled by the same entity, which is the Fed. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, like, I'm just doing the same thing, you know. I feel like, you know, there ain't nothing else to do. You know, you can't, you know I'm really no, no more clubbing. You know, I don't really even see that in the future. Yeah, I, I was thinking, I've been thinking recently, you know, about, you know, going out and you know how I used to be going out and shit, getting really, you know, getting turned, getting lit with the with the homies, you know, having a good time with everybody. And I started to realize, like, you know, nothing is going to be the same on every level, I, you know, period. But it's a, it's it's all how you look at it. For me, it's it's going to be just another elevation, and it's going to be great. It's going to be great either way. But it's not going to be the same, you know what I mean? Like it's it's sad when you look at it, but it ain't going to be the same. Because um, you know when you when we come out the back end, a lot of us is going to come out of this motherfucking millionaires, billionaires. I mean, some shit that you know. This is this is this is some crazy times to be alive. It's uh, what a time to really be alive, really. And then back in it, there's a lot of people going to come out of this blessed more than than anybody can imagine. Uh, a lot of people will come out, you know, on the on this on the bad end, but you know, this is the level playing field, I guess is what they say. Because I notice there's a lot of young young brothers and sisters. Um and now it's not even really an age thing, it's it's more like a, a group thing. It's like it's a it's how you think type of thing. They get in on crypto crypto, um, and not just the crypto, just you know, just the investing period, because all of it has has its uh all of it has his money making. <laughs> I right. just uh I prefer crypto and precious metals because right. I understand the economy. Um, but we can get into that later on, um, more later later on in the pod in the podcast in the stream. You know, more versatile now, so I guess the stream we yeah. get more into that later on. 
for me, you know, like I said, it's been rough, but my energy's still been high this whole time, and it's going to stay high. You know, it's going to stay up there, and I'm going to try to keep this keep this uh, wave, you know. So, yeah, that's for, that's how it's been for me. Yeah. Um, so, I guess uh, going back to what I was saying before, yeah, I was just looking at this uh, th- this replay of, um, I guess, of what I've been listening to this year, and I felt like I wasn't listening to a lot of music this year. So it was telling me that I listened to like over 349 hours of music. And my favorite song is by this dude out of Detroit, this uh, uh, scam artist, uh, TJX6. Yeah, that's one of my favorite artists. And I was just looking at this list and I was like, okay, yes, some of these songs, they make sense uh, for what I had. It's crazy to think like this. um, I was going to say like this Tusi Slide song. We never really got to see how big this song w- could have been. Like you were mentioning the clubs, because the clubs have been out. I feel like this song would have been even more uh, major than what it was. So yeah. going down to like my favorite artists, it turns out I listened to 694 different artists this year. So wow. I told you, man, like when it comes to music, you know, LeBron said he's a hip hop historian. I'm, I might actually be a hip hop historian or maybe not just a hip hop historian, just a music historian. Cause I just go to all different ver- ventures, but turns out, I guess my favorite artist this year was Uzi 21 yeah. hours of uh, Uzi, my favorite albums, uh, little Uzi Vert versus the world Two, And then eternal take, damn, this shit. So I played that shit 154 times. And I played Eternal Take 150 times. And then my third is Young Nudie. Young Nudie, a lot of people sleep on this dude, but uh, I fuck with him heavy um, 138 times. And then Pierre Bourne, and then you can go from there. But, man, I was just thinking, like, people were talking about, uh, it, like, just in, in general with this year, with, like, music. And I seen a tweet from uh, Tori. And he, he was talking about this. He was like, yeah, you know, a lot of people talking about, and I'm paraphrasing, he's like, a lot of people talking about cancel, but then they look on their rewind list and I'm up there. So who did y'all cancel? You know, um, and then you, you see um, Megan, you know, she had her album come out. And it, I mean, as far as I can see, it looked like it did solid numbers. But from what I've seen, a lot of people were, saying that it was just an average album at the end of the day. And I was seeing some people saying Tori had the better album. I listened to her. She made a diss track to Tori over the Biggie Who Shot Your Beat. I listened mm. to it. I thought it was all right. You know, I didn't, I didn't think it was anything uh, incredible or nothing like that. But I listened to it and I was like, okay. And then her friend, her friend, who I don't even think is her, or her ex-friend who was in the vehicle with them, allegedly you know she uh dropped a diss track and she's not even a rapper like dissing on megan so i'm like they still carrying this out from like mid fucking summer and we keep hearing about rappers dying every week like there's this dude named little yassi or little yace or whatever he's like he was like 25 he just was killed like a couple days ago or like a day ago he's from like the the west and uh now the FBI is posted on Twitter. This shit that the FBI posted on Twitter had me. I'm like, bro, like, I'm like, bro, like, it's, it's so much, it's so much fuckery, like, uh, going on, and it, it consumes like the hip hop is like the 
the base around it, you know, or just the the culture in general. Like, because the FBI posted this. I'm like, FBI got a Twitter account, FBI New York. They posted this shit right here. Hold on. Casanova, who's connected who who's connected to uh tax stone you know tax stone is still awaiting trial because of the troy ave incident i just actually watched the video with uh tax stone from behind the bars like he was doing like a an interview oh and um he was just talking about what he's been up to i mean what he's been doing since being locked up and stuff you know in terms of like reading and stuff like that but this dude was associated with casanova and come to find out Damn FBI New York up here tweeting, talking about some, we still looking for him. If you got connections, call 1-800-CALL-FBI. And I'm like, bro, what type of bu- 22, What type of bullshit is this? You got the FBI up here tweeting, asking for help just from random people. Like, niggas just going to just come out and say, yeah, yeah, I know where he at. You know, uh, you know, there's a bunch of memes under this. You know, like, you see that who? Like, um, and then you go up to it. <laughs> He's facing some serious charges, man. 18 members of the untouchable Gorilla Stone Nation gang charged with racketeering, murder, narcotics, firearms, and fraud offenses. Uh, the uh, assistant district attorney, I think this, the attorney district, I don't know who that is, ADIC, Sweeney said Gorilla Stone is actually not untouchable. And mind you, this is another one of the dudes at one point that was beefing with the mouse, you know. Uh, he was beefing with six nine. Now he's going down. Oh, and the dude that uh, the dude that uh, he got to shoot at Chief Keith, uh, cool to be. He just got four and a half years. Which I mean, looking at him, I'm like, damn, only four and a half years. Because a lot of those dudes that was connected to six nine was getting football numbers. So only he only got like four and a half years. But this dude was beefing at beefing with 6ix9ine at one point, and now all his dudes are gone, taken down, just like that. Major charge, racketeering, murder, narcotics, and they looking for him since he's supposed to be like the, I guess, like the leader or whatnot. You know, he's a... Up he has the most notoriety. Or yeah, he's the yeah, biggest you know, target. Since he's a rapper. And I'm just thinking, like, this entire year, it's like, it's this entire year, it just feels like rappers have been the the biggest targets in terms of just like shit just going on in terms of pop culture. It seems like there's always something about a rapper that's going on. And you here you go again with this shit. I'm just wondering, man, I'm like, what does this all lead to at the end of the day? Because we see the shootings, we see the deaths, we, we, we continue to see the charges. It's the same thing. It just keeps repeating. These rituals just keep taking place. And people just keep sitting back eating it up. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, there has to be something. There has to be a bigger uh, play with this. And I know we talked about it before, but I'm just interested to see, like, will we continue to see stuff like this uh, going into 2021? Because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I don't know, man. I mean, I I don't get it. I don't get it because I feel like people are tired of seeing it. You know, people are tired of seeing these people. Um like rappers being targeted or black entertainers being targeted in general. So what, what's it going to take for people to finally say enough is enough? Is it going to take for them to, to learn the code, you know, to learn Jamatria? Is it going to take 
them not looking at mainstream news and going to out third party outlets and um, actually doing research and not just reading headlines and running with it. Cause going into 2021, you know, Trump uh, seems like he's, he's starting to accept that he lost the election. He's still fighting, but he's, he's pretty much, I mean, he's already said, you know, it's, they're already starting the process of Biden taking over. Um, if there's one thing he's told us and he's repeated multiple times, plenty of times, it's a lot of the, you know, a lot of uh, fake news that that's just been out there. That's been a big thing this entire year. I feel like a lot of fake news has been going on and it's just a lot of bullshit, you know, a lot of fuckery. And it's like going into 2021 is are people still going to continue to be misled by stuff like this and still feed into this? Because, you know, we talk about, um, you know, like investing and stuff. And it's like, it's like people are so focused on this. They're not focused on the real about what's, what's about to happen. You know, like what, how can we move forward from this? You know, how can we move forward from seeing these headlines is what I, what I ask. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously interesting with, you know, where we're at in society, uh, especially in the United States. Um, all I know is, you know, with the, with the targeting of rappers and just, just, uh, quote unquote, black entertainers in general, I think like it's, it's leading, it's leading up, it's, it's preparing, it's rituals that's preparing, you know, the masses for, for something, you know, it's basically a tax on us, but it's rituals or something on a higher, it's something deeper on a higher level. I think probably connected to the astrology, um, probably connected to something, you know, coming, still coming up or in, in play currently. Obviously, you know, you can put hand in hand with what's going on with, you know, with the changes in the sky. Um, but even not even on even back down to earth, you know, like with them targeting Targeting, you know, certain entertainers, um, it clearly keeps people's minds, you know, you know, uh, attached to it. It keeps people, it keeps people's energy attached to it, um, to what's going on in the headlines and to, you know, what's what's going on in the mainstream media and everything. Um, and, and everything's connected. You know, Facebook's connected. Oh, everything's connected. Everything is, is seeming like it's connected um, at the end of the day. Um, if you agree with that, it's, it's your take on it. I don't agree with it on either end. You know, I don't even care if it's, it's not about winning or losing. I don't agree with everything being connected, especially with the technology, um, because that could just lead us down a bad path. You know, it's not always going to be 2020. If they, if we keep on the same path with this type of, you know, situation, that shit could change and be very negative towards everybody come 2025, 20, 2030, you know, um, with this type of uh, society that we have. But, you know, what I'm really interested to see now um, is because, it's, you know, it's weird with this election. Um, it's like, you know, it's, it, feel, it feels like Trump is getting closer to conceding. Um, he's still going to fight it all the way, all the way through. Um, you know, I, he's still not, not, you know, showing any energy at conceding, but it's like that tell the energy that he had that 
um, his followers, he was at how he was trying to, how he could galvanize his followers and, you know, the, the, the spark that he was able to ignite and, you know, those who was opposing to the election. I mean, it just seems like it's, it's not that it's died out. I mean, it's like, I know for me, like, I, I don't really give a fuck. Like, I'm honestly like, it's like the economy and all that other shit, it just kind of just became more important. It's like they had, you know, we had the election and then it's like, as we get farther from the election, it becomes irrelevant. You know, even on both ends, it just it seems like it's becoming more irrelevant. And it's setting my mind up to feel like neither one of them are going to be president. Like, I still feel like, you know, it's something that is still on the horizon to end the year. Because it's, it's weird to me because it's like, you know, he's still president-elect on one end and he's still not fully, it's, it still feels like Biden is not fully accept, accepting that he's well, president. I don't, well, then, I, I noticed one thing I see uh, with Trump is that he's been kind of putting the breadcrumbs down that, you know, he concedes now, but he'll run again in 2024. That's how, yeah, I, I feel like that's, that's, that's what his hope is. Um, that's not out of the picture because I think he's going to be around. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I, I feel there's something really odd coming. You know, I still feel it's something really odd coming and it's connected with the economy. And I think it's going to affect all of us on a whole higher level. And I, I don't really, I'm just, I got this uneasy feeling about just, just politics in general. I just feel like it's something with the presidency. And I feel like, th- I feel like this Biden and uh, this Biden and um Trump show is, 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 the, is put in our face all the way to the end, all the way to the end, to the very end. Like, you know, let me see if I can find this graphic of what people want Biden to do when he gets into office, because, you know, Biden has already said he's going to do a number of things. He just made history by um, announcing an all female communications team that's going to be with his uh, administration. If he, you know, once he takes office, uh, all female led, uh, all female communication team. But I want to see if I can find that picture People was like, yeah, this is what Biden needs to do or whatever once he uh once he's inaugurated or whatnot. It might take me a while, take me some time to find it, the graphic. And I just wanted to talk to you about how many of these things seem realistic because it was like five or six different things I saw. I was like, you know, there's probably like a good maybe one. The main one that I think about that could be a reality when you keep saying economy, I keep thinking about UBI. I think UBI is a possibility in the future. That's a guarantee. Um, Either I way, know, I don't know for I don't know how, uh, I don't know for how much it would be. I keep seeing the numbers around like two thousand, three thousand um, dollars a month, but that's one thing that people think Biden is going to put into effect um but yeah uh yeah your thoughts on that ubi because i know you we've talked about that before well universal basic income you know that's just my signal that if you ain't been doing what you're supposed to be doing up until this point then you're fucked basically um we're we all are in the sense of when it comes to you know identity and security and um you know our day-to-day lives because if we have something like universal basic income that must mean that, you know, our economy is at 
a bad. I mean, it, it must mean at that point, probably at, at least initially, that our kind econ- our economy overall is at an unhealthy level. Because now that now the government or entity had to come and basically stimulate the people the, or the, the the part of the economy that's supposed to already stimulate the economy, which is the people. Basically, you know, if a normal economy goes, you know, most people go to work, you have, you know, levels to it. You have people to go to go to work to stimulate the economy on a day to day basis, whatever, whatever. But, you know, when universal basic incomes, when they start talking about that. And, you know, it's, de- it's it's most definitely it's definite. And we can bring up, you know, the digital dollar act that we discussed, you know, previously um, off off air. You can you can screen share that after after I discuss this about how already Congress already has a digital a digital dollar wallet act in place to where, you know, each citizen is going to have a digital dollar wallet to, you know, fill it with a universal basic in- to fill it with dollars, which is going to basically be universal basic income. It's already, you know, um, and it's the, already been. And already been in the, the, yeah, and there's already the stable coin, the USDC, which is. A and it's going crazy. It's the same thing as an actual dollar. It's just digital. So that would be a way for them to introduce that to the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. So they already got you and, you know, Coinbase and mostly Coinbase. I noticed, you know, you get like you get a big, a, a much bigger percentage that you would in a savings account if you was to have, you know, convert your fiat to USDC. Um, but it's a stable coin and it's basically stable coins. You know, you can have your own. We can have our own segment on stable coins. It's basically stable coins are a way for you to invest into, you know, cryptocurrencies by not basically uh, taking a full hit of volatility because a stable coin is going to be paired to like the U.S. dollar. It's, it's like going to stay near. It's pretty much like a safety net. For, uh, and yeah. when, when you're investing in uh, like cryptocurrency, it's like a think of it like a savings account. You could instead of having a savings account, you could have this. You could have a, um, a stable coin account. You got a lot of money set there because there's no vol. There's really no vol. There's no volatility like on the USDC because it's the equivalent of an actual dollar. You know, so everything else is going down. You invested a lot in Bitcoin and the numbers are going down. You lose money there, but you'll still have that money over there in the uh, the stable coin. And, you know, for backup. Yep, hundred percent. Um, but UBI. Um, it's, it's definitely coming regardless on who is like, regardless on how like the presidency goes, it doesn't matter. Like it's still coming because that, because that, that's just, that's one piece of the economy that's disconnected from our, from our leader. Um, you know, basically the economy is at such a bad level. Um, it's, 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 it's basically over with, with if, depending on how you look at it. Um, you could definitely say it's no coming back. So all only way that they can go is by changing the whole thing up is basically with digital currency. That's the only way that they can. That's the only way we can go. It's over with. Like the old system is over with. That doesn't mean that cash is gone. Cash will eventually be gone. But that doesn't mean it's going to fully disappear for right now. Um, but just basically, you know, 2020 brought a new new, new thing. You about to see it flip. You about to see the shit flip on top of his head. It's going to be a wealth transfer and it's going to be people that's going to go from, you know, being super rich to where if they didn't do their research, they're going to be normal after this shit. 
or it's going to feel like that normal because those who did research who who could have been hella poor before this did they research and boom didn't have to depend on the universal basic income because the universal basic income is going to be here you know basically to force you to to base to have to spend your money and they're going to tell you how to spend the money where you can spend your money what you can spend it on how long you can hold your money the sky's the limit um so basically what I when I to summarize my feelings on UBI, I wanna give everybody else, I wanna give, you know, something for you to think about. And then the fact that if they have to give us universal basic income, okay, the they somebody has to give money to the people. The first thing that we should be asking, how do you qualify to get the UBI? Are they gonna give everybody that? Okay, boom. That's the first thing I'm thinking. The second thing I'm thinking, okay, if we're going to get universal basic, how are we going to get it? Okay, so how are we going to get this universal basic income? Because you all already know that the economy's fucked. They already have it shit shut down and they already talking about continuing to shut everything down. Biden is still talking about continuing to shut stuff down. So as long as stuff is shut down, it can't stay shut down based on the laws of, of, of economics. So you know that you're gonna have to get, you're gonna have to give the people something. Even though we're sitting, we might be sitting at home, we can still shop online to stimulate the economy because we're the ones that stimulate the economy. So I'm thinking, you know, how did who qualifies? How to get um, the third one? So when 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 would this happen? Like what? Because if if we haven't gotten it before. If we haven't gotten something like a universal basic income before and we're getting it now, I mean, clearly we see it's different times than it was, you know, a couple of years ago, even last year. The thing is, whenever we know for a fact that we're going to the store or we know we have these digital wallets, like like when is this going to really pop off? We know it's going to be next year. Basically, it's, you know, we know based off of the, the legislation. But I'm saying, like, actually, when? So if it's going to be in January and we still got a couple days, you know, this is December 1st or whatever. Um, when? Like, really, when? is like, when? It, when is when? When will, you know, my grandmother be able to use this digital wallet? Like, you know, like I can. Those are the big things that I, that come to my mind. When I hear universal basic income, I already I know if they're talking about giving us something, it's not it's going to come at a price. The price is everything when what, it comes to assets what, is, is done. Well, this I couldn't find the actual graphic, but pretty much this sums up what uh, people are wanting Biden to do, you know, which is I mean, you know, it's a lot. But yeah, so people obviously want another round of those relief checks. Uh we got the twelve hundred to one round of twelve hundred dollars, and from the reports I've seen, uh, Congress is deadlocked on it right now. So it's looking like it's not. I mean, it's still a possible. Yeah, they they still want to do it, you know. But it's like going about it. How are they going to go about doing it? So next, what I'm talking about is um, it's this is pretty much what people want for uh, Biden to do a living wage. Uh, housing for all, so meaning like can't, uh, suspending rent payments, uh, suspending mortgage payments, uh, health care for all, you know, because, I mean, people have been forever been talking about free health care, cancel student debt, 
You know, Biden is considering, we talked about it before, uh, considering canceling up to $50,000 worth of debt, uh, free education, education for all, and then we talked about UBI. So since we've said that we both agree that um, UBI is something for the future, for sure, um, what else do you see up here that is realistic? Well, they definitely will have to cancel student debt. That's not coming back. Student debt is not going to come back. If it, if student debt comes back, it's not going to come back the way it was before, most definitely. Because the bottom line is the millennials are here um, because it's still connected with this with the, with this wealth transfer and taxes and the IRS. Like all that shit's connected. And but the biggest thing out of everything that we that most millennials, most people that are like in their mid in their mid twenties to you know mid thirties who are basically going to be the new cream of the crop, you know, who are basically working right now, who are basically about to um, be, we're about to be a, a new set of baby boomers ourselves when it comes to the generations below us. Um, the biggest thing that's hindering us is the student debt. And, you know, with them, you see, you gotta, you can't, you can't look at the, you can't look at, you know, what they're doing. You can't look at what's going on as positives and negatives. You can't basically look at it as being glorious. You got to take your emotions out of it. You got to look at it logically. You got to like understand it uh, because it's still, it's people that never had student debt our age that, you know, this, this is not news to them. It doesn't matter to them. It's people that actually fucking grind it that did have to pay, you know, they paid their payments off and paid it off. And, you know, they're going to get fucked by, you know, them canceling student debt. Yeah. And it's people it's people that, you know, this may not happen, that we may still have to go back and continue to pay debt. And it's people that, you know, have always been in debt. But I, what I'm trying to say is you got to get your emotions out of this. You got to understand that our economy like this, this shit is fucked. And you got to understand that the biggest demographic behind the baby boomers, which eventually it's going to be, you know, the millennials. So the thing that's hindering us is the student debt and the student debt. We're, what we're going to realize here in the next 10 years is once they relieve student debt on some level, I think that they're going to fully relieve student debt. I, I truly think that something's going to happen to where it's going to be some way that they're going to fully relieve it. Because I think even a lot, even our whole lifetime, the last 20 years, student debt is the reason why we never seen the economy boom like how it's about to boom. Once they cancel student debt, it's going to have, it's going to be so much money in people's pockets because it's going to be so much money in people's pockets that is, that may heal the economy um, in, in some sense. But, you know, you don't, it's not how you look at it because we have a debt-based economy. But I truly feel like if they were to, you know, reform, at least reform student debt, they don't have to fully, you know, fully relieve it. I believe, they, they, yeah, I believe they, they are going to reform it. I can see that. They have to reform it. And I'm, I'm just saying the reason why I said take your emotions out of it is because we're I'm not saying this because we're going to basically benefit from it because it's still going to be a cost for us. But I'm saying that they're going to have to do this because of just how, how it works. This is how this this is how our society works. They can't, they can't continue to um depend on basically, you know, the lead. The, the, like we're the ones who are going to go out here and buy the PS5, buy one, two, three, four, five PS5s. We're the ones out here that's going to buy a fucking flat screen PS5 
before we eat. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that. But you under you kind of get what I'm saying. Like everything is targeted towards millennials. Like every uh, when it comes to marketing and shit, everything is targeted towards us. So they they, they can't depend on they can't depend on using advertising to just get you know our grandparents to go out and buy everything. But they can get the advertising depend on us to go out and buy them to anything. I mean, that's just how we operate because we. this is how we operate. We're the ones that's going to go out and get the new iPhone 12, iPhone 13 on a bigger scale than any other age group. Well, not in any other age group, just the age group that's in position that has the money because we're working. You yeah. know, our little brothers, little sisters, you know, the advertising is the, is the kind of prime them up, you know, to, you know, get caught in that net too. But like we're we're working now. We can work now and we've been primed up all through our all through our childhood to buy the new cell phone, buy the new technology. So they have to cancel student debt because there's no way in hell you can have all your millennials still paying six hundred, seven hundred dollars a month, um, you know, towards companies that aren't necessarily stimulating the economy when they get rid of when they reform that. Then you're going to start to really see, you know, it's going to be. It's gonna it's gonna be able to help the economy in a, in a in a in a good way. I think that's my opinion. So I think I that's why I chose that one first. Cancel the student debt, and I don't I, and I want to say that my my take is not necessarily fully cancel it, but it will be reformed in such a way that it's not going to be like it was before. I'm not even thinking. I'm not even worried about them student loans. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, shit. I'm not. Yeah, it's not. Uh... They're I mean, not going to get paid. Focus on me because because I know what I'm doing in the future is going to I'm going to need to take on more debt regardless. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, so that's not my main focus. I mean, yeah, I get it. Some people, you know, are struggling to pay make payments and stuff like that. But uh, even right now, though, you shouldn't even have to make any payments because of what's going on. I mean, I haven't made payments in a while because of what's going on. But I do see it at a point. I can see it from both sides of people that are saying they they had to work, you know, to pay off their debt. You know, it took them a long time. And just for people now coming out of school to just be able to get it paid off, just wiped away is unfair, which it is unfair. But also I've seen people say that, you know, they paid it off, but I wouldn't want that to happen to the next generation, that they would have to struggle like that to pay it off. So it makes sense, you know, to end it somewhere. But then again, we also got to think about the taxes that comes with this, with them just canceling it. I mean, somebody's going to have to pay for that. I mean, it's going to I feel like that's going to go back on our taxes as somehow they can try to find. I, I feel like they'll find a way to do that, to, to increase the taxes to to offset canceling the debt. But I do see it. I do see a reform happening with that for sure. Um, OK, so. What what else do you do you see on this list that makes so it's a couple that I probably I feel like you know may not it's no chance um, but I'll I'll guess I'll continue with the ones I feel like we can't that will will be that are definitely you know going to happen um so we already know off rip that student debt is going to be reformed um. So the healthcare for all is kind of an easy one because I mean, in a sense, that's already in place. 
Um, and it's it's already horseshit. You know, you get penalized if you don't have you know insurance when you pay taxes. But it's a penalty that's so steep that you basically already have to get some type of plan. Um, so with the when you have a blanket statement like healthcare for all, I can definitely see healthcare for all being in, put in place, but in such a way that it's going to be crippling to us. We're not going to re- we're going we're not going to want healthcare for all. Well, um, I think this is I think that's important um, for you to talk about that since you work in the healthcare field. Can you talk about how expensive it is for it to go to the hospital if you don't have insurance? Because I think some people don't understand how it costs a lot just to go to like the ER and shit. So, yeah, you know, it, it definitely costs a lot. Um, if you have insurance, I mean, it, it, it needs to be reformed from top to bottom. You know, it's hard for me to speak on it because I'm not a salary. I'm not salary based. Um, I'm, I'm still hourly. So. I don't, we don't really get too deep into like the charging, but we are, we, you know, I understand it, you know, how we charge for, you know, uh, EMS or ambulance visits, ambulance trips, trips to the ER, uh, trips for the medication, you know, um, charge for the medication and, you know, stuff like that. It's expensive. Um, for me, it's easy to say that it needs to be reformed because, like I said, I'm not salary based, I'm hourly based. Um, but my, you know, my pay would still be affected, but at the end of the day, it's not necessarily about my pay. It's about, you know, what, what's best for everybody, including myself, because I could be a patient as well. Um, and you know, one thing that I, that, that definitely, uh, gets under my skin is just the cost for everything. Um, and you know, just to get to the, just to ride an ambulance is going to be a couple hundred, you know, regardless of what's wrong with you. Um. And you know, maybe more now, but you know, it's, it's going to be a couple hundred uh, surgeries can you know can can cripple you, can bankrupt you, um, and that's 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 weird when you know everybody's supposed to have have healthcare. So, like I said, this could be one of the, this will will be one of those things where I feel like everybody will have healthcare, but it, it'll be you know at a loss of control as as a citizen. Um, it's something that can bankrupt you or you can lose your house. Some, you know, this is shit that goes on right now. Um, what we need to be really asking is how are they going to do this in terms to, you know, how we live? Because they can give us health care, give us UBI. But if we have to wait in bread lines or, you know, if we can't, if we have to spend our money each month. Or, you know, if, if we if there's stipulations behind this shit, it's a problem. But, you know, I definitely can see health care for all. Like I said, my concern is like, how it? I feel like that's a definite because Medicare and Medicaid, um, you know, that money is not, you know, they they're not they're gonna have to cut that off at some point. But at the same time, to keep us satisfied, they're gonna have to give it. They're gonna have to give us some type of. They're gonna have to give us something to make us not necessarily want to, you know, revolt right away. And I think you know they're gonna change. They're gonna give us a universal basic income connected to universal health care. Um, and it may all be connected to taxes, uh, but I, I don't. I don't know. I think it. It, it still depends on who the president is going to be. I do think in this aspect, it still depends on who the president is going to be because the figurehead is going to tell you how everything else is kind of is, is moving. That's the well, only significance with them. But I mean, 
with Biden, um, the way he he talks and how he's he's moving again, like making that headline with the all female communications team. It's telling me that he's more so going on the the liberal side of things, and he's and he and he's already mentioned canceling student debt, so he's already got this in his mind set. So I'm thinking, yeah, relief checks. You know, he he's his biggest thing right now is COVID. COVID. You know, we're gonna get rid of. We're gonna have we got COVID task force. Um, we we got COVID task force. You know, uh, working on the vaccines and stuff like that. So to me, it's already like it seems like he would be on this. Pl- he he's on this mindset of doing this. But here's the thing, though. I'm thinking if he goes into the office and and you know he says you know first thing for we're gonna do uh, universal basic income and we're gonna cancel student debt. You know, uh, and then he lays out how we're going to do that. Now, with the free health care, um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm like, if he if he goes into office talking like that, what's the difference between him and somebody like a Bernie Sanders who was saying this same stuff not too long ago? But he wasn't able to get into, you know, he wasn't even able to get to the, you know, the main uh, campaign, you know to go against the president, you know? So I'm thinking to myself, this is like, this is steep. This is a lot to ask for. The one thing I'm looking at though, that I don't really personally, I just don't see it happening. I don't see housing for all. No, because if if Biden is going to be president, that's one of the ones I was like, no, because we're going to have open borders. And the problem with open borders is you're not going to be able to have housing for all. You can't. Because you're going to still have an economy, you're going to still have real estate. You go, so that means you know you're going to still have you're going to still have your markets and stuff. How can you have housing for all when you have to you have, when you have open borders and you have to choose between citizens and non-citizens? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's some, so somebody's going to be on the streets. Either so is he going to somebody's going to be on the streets? If you're going to have open borders. You know, I just don't see how that can be done. I don't I don't see. Yeah, it doesn't seem feasible to me based off of how you just look at the, the how the real estate market, like how that the, the real estate industry is going. You know, it's booming. Right, right now is a perfect time to buy houses right now. You know, if you're looking into doing that, you know, and I feel like there's always going to be people that are like you said, that are out on the streets. And that's just. That's just a product of capitalism in itself. Yeah, the whole, the know? whole, the whole, how, how, how the whole thing is structured. Right. There's so levels to it. There can be, there can now, there can always be a place for homeless people to go. Well, in terms of like shelters and stuff like that, and you know, um, these little house, the little houses projects, the people are trying little homes that people are trying to make you know, spread nationwide and stuff like that. There's stuff like I'm, that. I'm doing that. I'm, and I'm, uh, I want to interject because that's something I'm looking for. Like, I'm looking towards doing, actually. As long as I'm single. I mean, I don't see, like, dude, look into that shit. That shit is a, it's got, it's got a, it's a wave. It's a wave. It's a wave. Yeah, I mean, just for homeless people. It's for everybody. I've seen, um, there was a video or something, like, I think it was, a, I watched on YouTube, this dude was saying he, saw, he saved, like, 
over $60,000 in a year or something like that. Cause he was living pretty much in a little home or he was in a, either it was a little home or he was in an RV. I think he was in an RV for the entire year. And he was talking about how much money he saved by just doing that. And he was like, dude, you know, if I would have did this one a couple of years ago, I would have saved so much money, but you know, but now looking at it, I'm doing it now. It just makes sense. You know, um, Especially if you're if you're if you're single, uh, you don't have any kids, you know, that's something definitely to look into. Um, but I, I really was thinking about the cancel student debt. I mean, education for all. I feel like that wraps right into that. If he was to cancel student debt, then I mean, free education just seems like the next logical step to me. Um, but I don't want to. OK. She, uh, she says, you know, relief checks, which I do see another round of relief checks coming. Um, but a living wage. Now, I don't know exactly what she means by a living wage. Do you you know what that you, do you know what she's saying? Yeah, I just not I just not caught on. Um, basically, what I think she's trying to say is like minimum wage to be livable. But you, yeah. Oh, okay. Minimum wage, like raising minimum wage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, okay, so okay, to raise minimum wage, that's gonna have okay, Biden as president, that's most definitely gonna happen. And it's gonna happen on such a level that oh man, that's most definitely. I mean, it's already happened as Trump into his president. We're gonna it's actually on Trump. But it's going to be it's going to continue as as Biden being president because um, he's going to definitely raise he is most definitely going to raise minimum wage. Um, that's not a good thing. Um, I, I'm going to say it's not a good thing with you know with just just raising the minimum wage with the past economic system that we had because if he was just to raise a minimum wage. Well, the reason why we were just to be able to raise a minimum wage in the past economic system is because that means we printed more money, which basically means that inflation is on a it's, it's hyperinflation. Right. All that means is, OK, you might be making 15, 16 dollars an hour where, where, you know, you was making nine, ten dollars an hour before. But that 16 Fifteen dollars an hour now is the same as the eight nine dollars an hour it was last year. The only thing that changed is that you know the Federal Reserve just printed more money. You know they just did more bullshit behind the scenes to steal more, more money from the people to inflate the currency. So if if they're asking for a living wage, you know I think that that is thinking about. I took me a second to catch on what that meant, but now that I've realized what that means, that is the most definite with student loan debt. Um, and I'm gonna tell you the, is with the after with the living wage, you can actually look at it two different ways. The two different ways. The one way I look at it is the inflation aspect, but the second way I look at it is you know the deflation aspect. And the deflation aspect, which basically means you know the value of our money is more with less. Um, deflation is the opposite of in inflation. The deflation I can see is still going to be a negative for us people. Because the deflation will come from, you know, the technology. Because say, for example, it stays shut down, it stays shut down, stays shut down, you know, and they're, and they're prominent, you know, they're supposedly building a 5G grid around us. And, you know, 
I don't know about you, but I actually just went out right before the podcast, right before the stream. I just bought some um, Google Plus AirPods. Okay. I bought some fucking AirPods. And, you know, for me, that's a big deal because, you know, I, I was like, I got AirPods or whatever. I got the AirPods because I listen to a lot of I, I, I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts and watch a lot of videos when I'm not on my phone and stuff. Yeah. But I was thinking, you know, I was like, well, shit, if I'm buying if I'm buying AirPods, and I'm like looking at these commercials where you know the different technology that's still coming fucking out during a pandemic. I don't know about y'all, but deep, like this shit is about to boom, regardless of what they do. People are going to go out and buy shit because of the technology that they're that they're just unveiling on us on this level. You know, I'm seeing some Amazon shades, some Alexa. Uh, they had an Alexa uh, shades or something like that that they're going to try to unveil, uh, I think, a week before Christmas to try to, you know, have people to buy these shits. I didn't right. look into it, but I seen it as a headline. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I started thinking like, damn. I but mean, so, I was, I was going to say, too, like with this, uh, this technology, it's like everything is... Uh, we we live in we li- today's time we live in like hype beast culture, right? Like so we we see like a, even like fast food joints. This doesn't have to do with technology, but you see these fast food joints like McDonald's is getting these sponsorships with Travis Scott, uh, Jay Balvin. These are uh, very popular music artists, and um, you know selling out these burgers and meals are selling out and. Uh, you got kids stealing the posters off of McDonald's windows because they're such hype beasts, like they're fans, and they're going to resell that online on like Grilled or and get, uh, and get paid, get paid thousands for just a fucking poster or some shit. And, you, and, and think about it like that: if they're doing that with just a fucking burger or a poster off of McDonald's off of a McDonald's window, look at how people were going crazy over the PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X. Because the shortage, you know, because of uh, COVID, obviously, people are going nuts trying to get it. So they're they're increasing. I see like people paying like eight hundred some dollars just for the a fucking bundle of not just the PS Five, but just like the games and uh, extra accessories. Sony's eating, and then you see somebody like Travis Scott, who I got I got some stuff to say about Travis Scott because I'm looking at him. I keep seeing his face everywhere. He just made the cover of Forbes 30 under 30. They said he he made like 100 mil this year. This dude was partnering with fucking everybody. Like literally, he's partnering with McDonald's, uh, Sony. They said that he's about to get his own uh, PlayStation, uh, uh, possibly his own PS5, and he's going to create, um, co-create his own game in the future or something like that. Like this dude is... Um, He's making a lot of moves and, you know, a lot of people are calling him a sellout and stuff, which I was one of those people that's, you know, I'm saying like, yeah, he's a, he's definitely a sellout, but I understand what he's doing as a businessman. It makes perfect sense because he understands his fa- his following is such hype beast. They would literally buy out his shit within seconds, just like Kanye with the Yeezys. Literally, you try to get those Yeezys when they say it's going to drop, you follow these sneaker accounts. Them shits are gone just like that. And we live in a hype beast culture. So if you see people sweating over PS5s, just imagine Amazon puts out this cool ass fucking uh, Amazon shades and shit. And you got fucking Travis Scott just posting it. Just one picture on IG like, y'all just got the new Amazon shades. Them shits going to sell out just like that. But I mean, that's where we at right now. So 
And like another thing, I mean, I don't want, you know, I'm not just, you know, just trying to showcase different technology or whatever, but I'm just going off of what I'm seeing. I was seeing like an Oculus Rift commercial. And I was I was at people telling me about the Oculus Rift, like the uh, VR headset that you can put on or whatever. I've been pe- I had people tell me like, last year about this year, and I've been seeing commercials about Oculus uh, technology, the uh, virtual reality shit. And I'm thinking like it's still connected back to the deflation because if they're giving us you know PS5s, Oculus Rift, like all this technology is still connected back to the technology on in- industrial level. So that means you think McDonald's is not working with these different uh, semiconductor chips and this these different blockchain technologies to take their shit to the next level? Yes, McDonald's, all these companies, everybody, Just everybody's wait. doing it. Everybody's for all, doing it. For all the bears, for all the bears out there, you know, this is uh this crypto link. Well, stop investing lingo, you know, for all the bears that talk shit about crypto. I mean, just wait until you see that headline, McDonald's or some uh fucking Chick-fil-A now you uh offers a crypto payment method. You can pay with Bitcoin. That shit is gonna I think like, you can already do it at Starbucks. I think you I think you can already oh, do really? it at Starbucks. I think I think I could I think Starbucks that you've been could buy buy a damn Starbucks with like Bitcoin, I think. I I I I I might be wrong. I might be wrong about that, but it's not like the mainstream, like like you were like you're saying, like if it was McDonald's, dog, like dog. Only people that eat McDonald's is literal drones. It's like literal, you know, like I like literal people that are going to pay attention to all the shit that is going to be thrown at them. And I mean, I'm not yes. saying I don't eat. I don't no, eat McDonald's. I, I, still, I, I eat still McDonald's. Eat, I still eat McDonald's here and there. You know, saying I, I shit. I, I remember. Plenty of days I scraped up fucking pennies and dimes and nickels just to get a fucking uh, dollar burger and shit, you know. So they they've come through they come through plenty of times just like Taco Bell with their dollar menu, which I think they just changed it. But yeah, so I'm not gonna look down on McDonald's because I know where I come from. But now I, I try to avoid eating places like that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean it's really designed for poor people. Like I mean, fast food in general, well not all fast food because there's some higher quality fast food um you look at fucking prices of like zaxby's or something like that that's not for poor people but it's fast yeah. food if you get what i'm saying so yeah like you said they're gonna pay attention to all that shit so mcdonald's come out with an ad again travis scott all they need is just somebody like travis scott like oh shit yeah uh do a quick commercial damn i need to get i'm about to get that new i'm about to get the big mac oh to make ribs back ah oh, shit i ain't got no money on and then all of a sudden, the cashier like, "Oh yeah, Trav, you know you can uh, you can just use crypto now." Yeah. What? And then all of a sudden, you know, it just shows them just like using crypt, uh, Bitcoin or some shit. Like, dude, that shit is gonna fucking explode. Like, th- I mean, and people don't understand it. People that are you know talk crazy about hodlers and shit. You know, what I'm saying I'm a hodler. You know, what I mean I'm not trading. I'm I'm long term with the shit that I'm doing. You know, hundred percent. So it's like all you need is somebody like him. That's tapped into this hype beast culture, and this shit is just gonna rock it. So. I don't, I don't want my words to get misinterpreted. What I'm trying, 100, like what you, what you just said, Claire should clarify what I, what I was trying to mean, what I was meaning. Basically, I, if it goes to McDonald's, it's 100 mainstream. Like if McDonald's is to be able to accept Bitcoin, that's 100 mainstream. 
everybody eats something from McDonald's, period. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're vegetarian, vegan. You would get a salad from that motherfucker. Even yeah. when I was 100% vegetarian, I would go to that bitch and chocolate the cookies and get the smoothies. So that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like, and I think that you, that that may be where it's gonna go. And if they was to use Travis Scott, I'm gonna tell you 100 how how it would go. It'd be Instagram. He'd be at McDonald's and he'd use Bitcoin some way somehow with this new method that is probably already out, but it's probably still new. And yeah. he'd be it'll go just like how you said, but he'll he'll be it'll be like an Instagram video or some shit, like a story or something. And he'd be at McDonald's and do that type of shit. And then next thing you know, if that happens. Nigga, you ain't gonna hear from me for at least a week, cause you Dude. know I'm gonna be on an island somewhere. Nah, or just and just think about it too, like, um, just in pop culture, man. Like, because again, people, I don't think people understand. Like, you go on YouTube, you think these niggas are crazy. That's on crypto, these crypto channels, because they're trying to tell you that you need to be investing into this shit now because it's about to explode. Like, literally, PayPal is fucking huge company they just introduced crypto payment method do you not understand paypal is international paypal has a huge usage use case people use paypal all the fucking time to do online shopping um they get their checks sent to paypal direct deposit sent to paypal card yeah like i got family members that use they put me on paypal they use paypal like as their like main checking account i like you gotta wrap it around like that no. shit is a big deal. Big just, deal. Just wait till fucking Amazon. Wait till Amazon says, "Yeah, we accept crypto." Like I'm telling you, bro. Like I mean, I already can see this shit. I already see it. it's coming down the pipeline. And like, um, not just with like fast food, uh, fucking uh, everything. It slowly would tap into everything. You already got music artists with like fast food. Just wait till Travis be like, you know, his next album. Like, yeah, um. My next album, if you want like a, a special edition or some shit, like with like a, it comes with merch or whatever, like some hot, you know, a, a special design, like the vinyl or whatever. Yeah, you can buy, you got to buy it with like crypto or some shit. Like, yeah, I mean, like something as simple as that. I want to add on to that. I want to add on to that because I want to get even more into detail since we talk already talking about it. Let's get into detail about it. Fuck it. Decentralized finance, DeFi. That's. That shit right there is going to change the way we live. Ethereum and like the, the ERC-20 like tokens. Yeah. Decentralized finance is going to change the way we live because that's where you already have. You already have stuff where you can go on and buy paintings. You can buy art. Um, You can buy. You have something called Decentraland. Decentraland is. All, it's, it's, it's a, it was just recently available on Coinbase. Where you can buy basically the they have a token where you buy plots of land within this virtual reality world. So the Citraland is an app. You can go into this web page and go into the app where you have like it's a virtual reality like Sims, Grand Theft Auto. But it's all they already have a got they already have a token that you can buy where you buy land within virtual reality. Off of this token, it's fucking you got to understand where we're at. People got to understand where we're at. People got to understand this shit. Like, DeFi is about to make it. make Gaming, this is why you're seeing Oculus Rift commercial. You're seeing this PS5. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm personally getting a gaming PC. I'm not getting a PS5. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to build me a gaming PC. 
from from top to bottom. Get I mean I'm a, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not doing the PS5 initially. I might eventually get into the PS5. I'm not saying I'm never gonna buy a PS5. All I'm saying is I'm gonna get a gaming PC, but on a bigger level, everybody's getting into the gaming. Everybody's gonna have some type of gaming device, VR, Oculus, Switch, Nintendo. Like everybody's and it's going to be connected with crypto because now you're going to be able to damn do 2k tournaments. Whereas you're going to where before you can go on 2k, you can go on 2k and 2k or screw you. You can go back and you can not necessarily, I don't want to say screw other people, but you'll be able to get cryptocurrency based off of maybe your, your win loss or your a game that you have with somebody well, like, you know, selling, selling, selling merch off of there or something. Maybe. You know what I mean? It's all or it's already subconscious. It's already planted into our mind subconsciously because what is something that people see all the time in these these like mobile games and video games now? It's all of these this these fucking um uh, in app uh purchases you got to do these just like the video game you you want to modify your 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 two K player you want the the best the coolest shoes and stuff you got to buy VC already introducing the idea of virtual currency so hey next two K you know instead of us you know using our VC you know to buy I mean you know yeah you can use real money to buy VC but also if you have digital currency if you have crypto you can use crypto to buy VC within the game. It's already they've already they're already introducing the idea to people now, so it's just going to be an easy transition into that. But see, with with the centralized finance and possibly with like smart contracts, and you know, it can make it to where like me and you. So me and you, for example, you you know you and you and your spot. I'm at my spot. We're not in the same location, but we can go into an app where we can have a fair wager. On, on a bet based on a smart contract with like, you know, some tokens or whatever that's backed by, you know, fiat, you know, US dollars, where I'm, we're basically like, well, shit, fuck it. Let's go and play this 2K game or let's go and play this, this and that. And based on who wins, you can get paid on it. Right. And on, on a deeper level, I think, you know, like they already been doing that to us. They already been using. They've already been laying that foundation. You know, for us. But I think, I think what decentralized finance would do, because that's a little bit different than just cryptocurrency in general. That what the the decentralized finance aspect of cryptocurrency would do, because it's decentralized. Nobody like these are many tokens. Some of these tokens do have a central, you know, creator, but you know, a lot of the code is created to where the token or the protocol in itself is. It has. It can't be. It's no central point of failure. That's when I say. That's when I say DeFi. That's what I mean. You know, for for everybody out there that don't understand what I mean when I say DeFi. So DeFi is going to add another layer to everything to where it's basically for us. It's it's for us. It's for us. So either they're going to have to try to take it away. I don't think they can fully take it away, or they're going to have to embrace it. And I think they're going to embrace the centralized finance to such a level to where we're going to be able to, you know, do the shit that we love. And that's going to go back to the, you know, living wage because I don't think a lot of people are going to need to have jobs. You know, I don't think a lot of people are going to need to have jobs because we want to be able to make money on our own more ways because of cryptocurrency. It's not just going to be, you ha- you got to go to a job to make, you know, a nine to five, 40 hours a week. Now my nigga, 
It ain't just, you know, oh, I hope I get to go on YouTube. You know, I hope I'll be a YouTuber and I get to pay, get paid, you know, because I'm YouTubing. No, it's going to be even easier than that for some people. You're going to be able to make money fucking playing video games. Like, actually making money playing video games. Actually making money doing tasks. Doing individual tasks in your city. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. it's going to, this shit is going to open up everything, dude. Yeah, like everything. I was saying earlier with uh, staking. Like, I'm doing staking. I'm staking uh, uh, Tron, Tron coin right now. Um, and I'm farming Yumi. Uh, right now farming is pretty much the same thing as mining except i'm not the one that's actually doing the mining i'm doing this I, when i stake i'm holding the asset so i'm i'm rewarded for holding that asset which is a uh, tron so i mean yeah there's gonna be a lot of ways like i was looking up this dude yesterday he, he said uh he was playing uh, games online and he was earning crypto he was gambling doing that and earning more crypto by doing that and i just saw a fucking report earlier today uh fucking uh little yachty just said he's uh he's about to have his own coin yachty coin i'm like bro like don't buy that i'm like yeah yeah i'm not gonna say to buy it, don't buy that. <laughs> but i'm saying <laughs> like crazy he's, no he's smart though he's getting on it early he already understands where it's going so again just to use travis scott just See it down. I can see it down the line. Travis Scott gonna say, "Yeah, I got the Laflame coin." So you you buy the Laflame coin, and you can use this to buy merch from my website or some shit. I mean, I'm, what I'm thinking, what's really going, what's gonna really peel the peel the top that I think ain't people ain't really talking about is Libra. Libra. It's the Libra token. It's the it's a Zuckerberg Facebook token. And today, actually, I looked at, looked it up today. They changed it. They're changing the name from Libra to DM. D-I-E-M. DM. That shit right there is gonna be that may be what we what people get the universal basic income in. Libra or DM. They just changed it today called and they made it called DM. I looked it up all the Dramatra and all that. I don't understand why they changed it to DM. But I think Libra is gonna be that missing link. And you can't invest in it. You can't invest, you uh, you can't get it, it's private. So I'm thinking, it's what the fuck? It's gonna be the the Libra shit, the Zuck yeah. the Zuck the Zuck bugs. Yeah, DM is supposed to offer instantaneous, low cost, highly secure transactions. It's something with the DM, and because you got to think, most people's think about it. Carpe Carpe DM. Yo. And most people's yeah. data, most people's data is already on Facebook. So like they're they're on to something with this. Yeah. They're on yeah, to they, something with this shit. Yeah, they already like you just said, they already got all the fucking data in the world and they can send as many ads as they want to us. Just think when they I mean, literally just think when um instead of you these ads for shit, you just looked okay, yeah, you look up something on Google. Right now, then you go on Instagram and you see that ad for what you just looked up. Now you, you're starting to see these. You're going to start seeing slowly but surely. You're going to start seeing these crypto ads like DM. And people are like, what is this? And they look it up on Google. Then they're going to start seeing it on Instagram. They're going to start seeing it on all their social medias. So then they're probably going to go to YouTube. They start under seeing people saying to buy into this, buy into this. They start buying into it. And it's going to do... It's just going to shoot up the market. I mean, like all these coins, not just the main, uh, like Bitcoin, the altcoins are more interesting to me.
personally, you know, um, Bitcoin, yes, Bitcoin is big right now and it's going to continue to go up because of the power that it has already. But I'm looking more so into the altcoins because it's it's fun seeing to me, it's fun seeing which one is going to be the next one, like which one. And I think it's going to be more than just one, obviously, because this whole market is going to go up. So yep. that's why it's important to diversify. Yeah, that's what's going to get people's mind out of the stock market. That's what's going to get the baby boomers mind out of the stock market is it's not going to be Bitcoin. You know, you already already talking about Bitcoin and talking about the cryptocurrencies and in, in, uh, MSNBC on, on yeah, the uh, mainstream media. Yeah, CEO's been talking about it recently. Yeah, uh, I, well, I forgot which CEO it was. He was talking about Bitcoin. He also slipped in. He didn't want to say it. It seemed like he slipped in XRP too. Was another one that um, his company was looking. I think it was, yeah, it was PayPal's CEO. I think I seen a uh, video about it. And believe it or not, you can't get XRP on uh, PayPal. You can't even get XRP on PayPal. That's what was a big thing when PayPal. That was one of the big things when PayPal first I, I made cryptocurrency available. Is you can't buy XRP, and that you basically don't own your cryptocurrency on there. But you know, if you don't understand about cryptocurrency, then I'm not here. I'm not the one to tell you. I'm not the one to explain that to you. You know, to explain. You know, you know the the, the key, the private key situation to you. Shit. I'm not the one to do all that because, <laughs> like, mean, you either know or you don't at this point. It's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, I mean, if you if you don't if you don't get it, I mean, that's on you. I mean, there's there's plenty of resources to look into it, and this is such a young um, such a young market to begin with. It's really just been around for like a decade now, you know, and it's really just been popping off the past three to four years. Um, so this is something more exciting to me than just the stock market. But I think it is important to to realize that, um, you know, as this grows, more of these items will appear on the stock market, you know, like the S&P 500. But I mean, if you want one to look into right now, that's about to appear on the S&P 500. Tesla is going to be on the S&P 500 by, I think, December 21st. So definitely look into that if you want something mainstream. You know, you definitely you're going to get some value from that. I'm just going to throw that out there. But yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah, Tesla still has some growth. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, but yeah, man, like just basically get your bags built up. Everybody out there that ain't got their bags built up, they got to get that shit built up because at the end of the day, it's dollars are going to go to the wayside, you know, within our lifetime. And the way they're going to go to the wayside is with this cryptocurrency. But the cryptocurrency is not necessarily a tool that's against us. It's a tool that's for us that they're going to try to use against us, but they can't ultimately use against us. Because at the end of the day, you have shit that's decentralized, like Bitcoin and decentralized finance in general. Like, you know, I look at this as the virus that is for the people cryptocurrency um yeah it's not actual physical assets but you're paying for utility you're paying for the fact that you're sending something that you know can be sent within seconds that's a big deal that's a big deal that's a big deal you know you got to be a millennial to think like to understand yeah i think i think uh a lot of people is the thing with it is it's scary to them is because they don't understand it you know because the it is there's high volatility, you know, high volatility within it, you know, 
but also they also don't want to dabble with it because you know physical you know they're always looking for the physical which they are making more ways of getting it instantaneously like through like a card and shit like a debit card i've been looking up different cards because i'm thinking about purchasing like a car so when i can just use my crypto when i want you know and it instantaneously turn into uh fiat or the u uh dollars but also with that you got to think about it uh coinbase even though i use coinbase they got a card coinbase card that i was going to get but then i was looking into it and i was like they charge every time you make a a, a purchase with that card they're 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 charging you uh coinbases so think and then i seen i was looking in the comments and people were like well just think about what they'll do with the capital gains taxes we don't know yet what they're going to do about i mean yeah they already say if you make over six hundred dollars from crypto you have to report it on your taxes but think about what they're going to do down the line once this starts to blow up so again that's another i mean it's another reason why you should get on this early before shit goes, you know, the government like, all right, y'all been making a lot of bread. Y'all gonna have to, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so I, I'm telling y'all now to get, to learn about it now and get on it now before it's too late. Because again, a lot of people think 2021 is really the beginning of another bull run, a long-term bull run, one that was bigger than 2017 um, for the entire market, you know, so... Just look into it. But there was, okay, so I was mentioning Travis Scott. And I just want to put this up here because I think it's interesting. He is, you know, he's like the the, the industry. He's the main, he's the main puppet right now. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's making a lot of bread. Like, I mean, the motherfucker made the cover of Forbes magazine, 30 under 30. Hip hop superstar Travis Scott remixes corporate America. If he can make McDonald's cool, that's the ultimate sign he's made it. And going into it, I'm trying to see where they where they say he uh he made over a hundred million this year from just endorsements alone. All right, so this right here. Scott's fam Scott's shoes have quickly become grills. Quest worthy must-haves. For sneakerheads on StockX, a site for reselling luxury clothes, Scott's kicks now outperform even Yeezys, albeit at a far a far smaller volume. A pair of Travis Scott Nikes there regularly move for 400 percent of retail compared to the 60 percent markup Yeezys typically fetch. Both cost around $200 a pair at retail. One afternoon, StockX had a listing. For a bright blue pair of Travis Scott um, Air Jordan 4 retros for $10,000. Um, wow. A purple, pair, a purple pair carried a $22,500 price tag. So, and Hold this up. Is him. he performed, he did a concert in Fortnite. That's an image of him in Fortnite. So, That's yeah. What the that fuck? Was actually, I thought that was actually really cool. You can, you can, yeah, man, that shit is dope. You can go on YouTube and look at the video of, of him actually performing and people watching it in Fortnite. So this dude, it, se it seems like they're setting him up to be the next uh, billionaire. Like Kanye. Know. Yeah, like Kanye. I mean, he's like Kanye's uh, 
a son of Kanye almost like in terms of music and shit. He's following in Kanye's footsteps. You know, he got into the Kardashian family. You know what I'm saying? He got he got with Kylie. She's a billionaire. Technically, I think she's a billionaire. And he's on his way, well on his way. He's getting all these fucking endorsement deals. And yeah, he's I mean, he is a sellout to an extent because, yeah, he's working with all these corporate companies. He's a puppet like most of these do. I mean, majority, if you get into this industry, you become a puppet at some point. You get to a certain level. But at the same time, I look at it. I'm like, you know what? I can't even I can't hit on his business acumen. Like, I mean, he it seems like he knows it seems like he knows what he's doing and he's tapped into this hype beast culture. Like, literally, I'm about to show you something. You about you probably be like, this shit is insane. He's, I, I, like, I, I see him becoming a billionaire. Like, I think he will become a billionaire for sure. I, I can't hate on his 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 business savvy at all. Um, I don't really fuck with him at all. You know, there's only five that. five pairs of these shoes. Look at the buy price. You know, shit. He doing what he got to do. Hey, what I want to say? What I can you zoom in? Can you zoom your page in a little bit? Cause like uh, on my, I don't know if I gotta zoom mine in or if you need to zoom yours in. Cause I can, I can like see the images, but like the text. Yeah, zoom in a little bit more. Uh, let me see if I can. Yeah. All right, go down. All right, yeah, that's perfect right there. Yeah. Is that way when you highlight it, I can you can actually read it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. But yeah. He uh yeah I told you he just got that big um he just signed a contract with uh Sony where he's gonna have his own custom PS5 and down the line I think he's gonna co-design his own video game so and you see there's only five pairs of these shoes you had to enter a raffle that he randomly put up on his website and mm. you see the lowest asking price is forty size six two hundred thousand dollars. That's people insane. just, I mean, people are just putting crazy amounts of prices. I ain't never seen nothing like this. Even Kanye shit is not, it was never like this in my, from what I've seen. So he's doing something right. He's tapped into the hype beast culture. And but let, uh, let me ask you this. No, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Cause I'm going to, I, I, cause I, I, I agree. I agree with the, with the uh, business aspect. But at, at the same time, I feel like it's something else to it when it comes to, you know, the advertising. I feel like it's kind of oversaturated with like, I feel like he's being pushed. He, oh, yeah. yeah. To where, you know, where like people are like, I, don't, I mean, because I don't I, I may sound like a hater. I may sound like an old head. I'm not an old head, but I just, me personally, I don't see what, what makes him any different when it comes to, you know, the numbers. Because obviously he has the numbers that elevate him above many people in the game right now. Right. But when it comes to talent, I don't know what elevates him. Nothing elevates him in my eyes. Um, um, but I, I respect the business aspect because it's got to be something. It's got to be the business aspect. That's I mean, why I do respect the business aspect. You you can read this, right? When I'm highlighting it now, I, I zoomed in. Zoom in. Zoom in just a, just a tad bit more. Right there. All yeah. right, so look at this right here. The Houston rapper is on track to bring in more than $100 million in earnings this year, a source in his camp tells Forbes. He amassed his fortune thanks to creative 
corporate partnerships and branded merchandise, including lucrative deals with PlayStation. Uh, they said he's uh, he's on track to make 20 million from his uh, his deal with PlayStation. Fortnite, which I was talking about, he performed in the Fortnite video game. General Mills, he had his own box of uh, Travis Scott's uh, Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs earlier this year, and of course the McDonald's. He's 28. Uh, you know, he covers the 30 under 30, earned at least five million from his endorsement deal um, from McDonald's, 15 million from the sales of his uh, his uh, cactus, his his uh, McDonald's merchandise with all these different types of um, like clothing and stuff with that. Uh, I told you he was going to make 20 million estimate with his PlayStation partnership, 10 million from his Nike deal. And uh, yeah, his shoes are now outperforming Kanye's, albeit he doesn't have nearly the volume that Kanye has with his Yeezys. He has a small sample, you know, small size. But yeah, what does that mean? Outperforming? Does that mean like in price? He's outperforming in terms of, uh, I, I guess, like the revenue right now. That's fucking crazy. That's that's still that's fucking I mean, crazy. You, you literally just saw that shoe. That's 40, crazy. Uh, like $46,000, bro, for a fucking shoe. Like, it don't matter if it's at a smaller volume, in my opinion. You know, because if, damn, that's, that's, that means he's, he, he tapped into, you know, another niche. You know what I'm saying? He tapped into another niche. Okay. Yeah. I can, he can make his shoes way more expensive than Kanye's at a yeah. lower volume. And we can, and uh, he, he also was doing 2K. He was in the 2K, I think this latest 2K. I think he was in that one or the one before it. But he's doing a bunch of these partnerships, right? He covers Forbes. And you just you just were saying you don't get how Okay, yeah, he's making these business these smart business moves, but in terms of music, what really separates him from the next artist? And I to be honest with you, if you listen, if you go look on you you go look on YouTube, uh Twitter cuz there's been think pieces about him a lot of people don't even understand why he's so popular to begin with. You go look on Reddit, uh, or KTT, you know, shout out to KTT too, you know. They even look at it like, a lot of people out there, like, his new music is not that, I mean, I've been listening to Travis since I was a freshman in college. Like, I was listening to him for, I, I was probably one of the first people that I knew that was listening to his music. That was like eight years ago. And he blew up, you know, over time. And I feel like his music over time became less creative and more formulaic. And we've talked about already, you know, listen to his music. He doesn't have a lot to say in his music. You know, it's more so the the vibe of the music that I guess people really like the production behind it. But him, in terms of his lyrics, he's not really saying anything. You know, he's, he drenched. He his lyrics are drenched in auto tune, which a lot of rappers are. But you listen to somebody like Future, who you always uses auto tune, but Future has a lot of stuff he says too in his music. You know, if you really listen to what he's saying, you know. So, I just think with Travis, man, he just he just figured out what people wanted. Well, what the hype beast wanted right now. They don't want They don't want to think, and they want to look cool. I mean, I mean that's what it sounds like to me. They they don't want to think and they want to look cool. So, yeah, he tapped into that market. I mean, I shit. I seen a, a Tyler the Creator. He said in one of his songs, he fucking made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars off of selling socks to white kids. 
Like, damn. So, so yeah. Is that? Yeah, you're right though. He t- he tapped into the to the to the right demographic that he tapped into the right avenues. It's basically what that means. He tapped into hype beast culture. He tapped into the right avenues. He tapped into exactly what the culture wants, I guess. Yeah. You know, because the culture is not necessarily, you know, we're in the culture. I'm still in the culture. I'm still in that culture, but I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't play Fortnite. I played it, but I don't play it religiously. Like, I yeah. ain't got a PS5. Like, right. but I like, I might, I might get one. I'm not against getting one. It's, I just ain't got it. Like, so I'm in, I'm still in the culture, but I'm not in the culture, you know? Yeah, yeah. His his demographic is pretty much, I feel like it's kids like under 18. You know, that I mean the Or youth. like you know, like the, the the college students now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if we was in college now, we would be listening to Travis Scott instead of Tiger. Cause like they were when we first got there, that's what we was listening to, like Tiger and fucking Walker, like you know, like 2012 shit. Like Yeah, a lot of he, a lot of a lot of the rappers that people say can't really rap that well is obviously the ones that people listen to at a younger age for the most part, you know, in terms of uh, partying. They listen to shit like Travis, you know, Tiger. Uh, I mean, he's uh, on a higher level than Post them. Malone, just like from an enter- entertainment level. Post Malone, Travis Scott, yeah. you know, they're on the same yeah. level. But just like from an entertainment level, this is what we're... Where like his demographic is like less than eighteen, but like that damn young, the younger demographic. Like I mean, I feel like I'm quite, I'm a little bit past that. Yeah, like I can relate to it. I fuck yeah, with some of his I, music. Yeah, yeah, I, I like. Yeah, I've, uh, again, like I said, I've listened to his music for a long time. Recently, I haven't really listened to a lot of his recent output as much. Um, but that's not to say that I still don't look forward to what he's releasing because, you know, he comes from that uh, that Kanye uh, background and I'm a huge Kanye fan. So I'm always interested to see what he does in terms of like production and stuff. But and plus, I'm going I'm, to I, I make music as well. So I'm going to inspire, you know, it, it influences me as well. But I get like I'm we're we're like at that. uh that demographic we just left out of the 18 to 25 demographic because so we're starting to get to the demographic where we some of that young shit you know we like it but we kind of like and eh, our ears are tuned to something different now for the most part if we're gonna listen to stuff for the most part it's got to have some meaning behind it you know yeah. um even then i mean think about it think about why pock pock is still relevant to this day like i'm looking on youtube i'm seeing fucking random fucking uh reactors like this uh this one uh this white girl looks like she's like straight up preppy come from like the hills or some shit over here crying to pox fucking uh brenda's got a baby and shit crying to that shit like never heard of pop listen to pop before literally broke down in tears listening to him like this shit is i mean that nigga i mean that nigga knew what he was doing bro like um brenda's got a baby um What's the other one? What's the other one they love to play on Mother's Day? Um, dear, mama. dear Mama. Yeah, she was crying listening to that. Because what he was saying, it's like he went on that lyrical miracles, spiritual, but he just literally coming through with that real hard-hitting shit and the people was feeling it. You know? Uh, Travis, on the other hand, is on the... He's, a, he's like on the complete other side of that, like... His music, people feel it, but he's not really saying anything in his music. So yeah, but his production is godly, though. I had to give him that. 
I, I fucks I fucks with Travis Scott production. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I just had wanted to mention that because I thought it was interesting. Like I keep seeing him everywhere. I'm like, dude, like he's been everywhere this year. Another person I see everywhere is this rapper named uh, Sweetie. She's like this upcoming female rapper. And I keep seeing her everywhere because she has sparked a conversation about a Birkin bag. And you know what? I think we could talk about this because I don't know if you heard about this, but people, there was a debate like a couple weeks ago where uh, Sweetie, she was saying, I, I want to put the, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pull the video up because, or I could pull the video up. I don't, I don't know if I need to, but pretty much she was saying, you know, if the dude isn't buying you a Birkin bag, He's for the streets or some shit. Like, let me see if I can find that comment. That's Sweetie right there. Oh, damn. I'm not even going to have it. I don't even have it. This is Sweetie right here. Uh, She pretty much said, yeah, if you can't, if he can't buy you a Birkin, you don't need him, sis. And she's dating Quavo. That's Quavo right there from Migos. And he just comes up to the camera. And he's like, right when she says that she leaves the uh, the camera and he just comes up like this. And just walks off. And people are like, this nigga is such a fucking simp. Like, simp gang in this motherfucker. You know, nah, bro. Like, he's such a simp. Like, just, you know, just... People are like, is this bitch crazy? Like, you know, most people can't even afford a Birkin. To put this into perspective, let me show y'all how much a fucking Birkin costs. Uh, uh, Birkin. So you want to buy a Birkin, right? You want you want to buy your, your lady a Birkin? Yeah, you can start off with a used one for fucking twenty three thousand dollars, and she's setting that precedent that, um, yeah, if, you, if your man can't afford that, then leave him. You know, he's not. Look at this seventy seven thousand seventy seven thousand for a bag crocodile. To, uh, you know, 10,000, 20,000, 45,000 for these fucking bags. And I see a lot of women, you know, were saying, a lot of women were like, you know, those bags are ugly to begin with. And <laughs> I seen a, a fucking. But they article. want them though. They want them though. Yeah, but I mean, because it's because people like her are pushing it to the masses that if you don't got this, then you ain't got shit. And these bags cost more than some of their cars. You know, like that's I, pushing I, house level 70, 80,000. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or more than a house. Like, I seen her, her article, they said Drake collects these bags. I mean, it's an investment, you know, because the value of them appreciates over time. Um, but he they said he keeps his for his future wife or some, you know, some simp shit, you know. He, but uh, I just want to get your perspective on that with like women again with. These these high these high um these high goals that they have like if you're with a woman long term right and she, she wants you to you, you know buy her something see for me I'm on the mindset like you don't if you with me don't I mean you shouldn't even um it shouldn't even come across your mind to be like yeah he's gonna get me this he's gonna get me that no. I'll get you something if I want to get you something. You know, you got to bring value to the table. You got to bring, you got to add value to the table. 
over time. You know what I'm saying? Something like this? Nah. You know, for me, I think it would be dope the motherfucker bought like a some fucking CDs or, and I'm not talking about a music CD, like a certificate of deposit. Stocks. Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I, yeah, I'll give you some stock or some shit like, not no fucking bag. I'll give you a, some stock. You know, a lot of niggas, I see niggas, I, I think I mentioned it before, a nigga was just throwing like 50 bands on his, his girl for her birthday and shit on IG. I'm like, bro, is, you, is these niggas retarded, bro? Like, I'm like, bro, like, what is wrong with these niggas, bro? I'm like, I don't understand this society that we live in. Women, They're not the niggas really making money. They're not the niggas really making money. Yeah. I just wanted to, <laughs> to bring that up, man. I see this fuckery, and then I, I see niggas like uh, Paul George or uh, Playoff P, you know what I'm saying, Pandemic P. You know, he he just he just got engaged. You know what I'm saying? He got engaged to the to, to the woman. He he tried to pay a million dollars to abort his child originally. Then he knocked her up again, and now he just engaged to her. And and just best believe, five to ten years when this nigga's career is over, best believe she taking half of every goddamn thing. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is wrong with these niggas? Like I'm like, bro, like I don't get it. I just don't. I mean, who? I mean, where did this? Sim, I mean, where did this level of simpery come from, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just it doesn't make sense to me, man. So yeah, I just wanted your perspective on this. I, so when it comes to like you know the Birkin bag situation, it's like the way I look at that is two ways. You know, it's all about how who you talking to um, as a man. It's all about who you talking to and. What I mean by that is, like, I mean, I'm not – say if I had the bag, you know, I had the real bag, not just a couple mil, not just a record label deal, not just what I get, you know, I could put on Snapchat if I really had a couple mil, a couple bill. First off, I'm going to be fucking with females that ain't going to really be really out there like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really – you know, more than likely she going to understand, like, if I'm making that type of money, I can get her Birkin bags. So I'm going to get her Birkin bags. <laughs> that don't mean I'm going to just go broke getting her Birkin bags. That means I'm going to get her Birkin bags to my means. What I mean by that is, like, if you're a nigga that you, you can't, you know, afford Birkin bags for your lady, then you need to get with a lady to understand that you can't afford Birkin bags for her. But you still need to, you know, as a man, I still feel like you need to, you know, still get her something that is that shows your value. So, you know, if you may, if you got that goddamn bread, yeah, get her some Birkin bags. But that that still goes the same for everybody. But that don't mean go broke doing it, though, if you get what I mean. You know, that don't mean go like I ain't going to sit up here and like first off, she ain't going to sit up here and say I'm, I, I need to get her a Birkin bag type shit like that. Snapchat, Snapchat bullshit whatever you know that Quavo had to do like that was some whole shit but I mean if I had to, if I had made a couple meal a couple bill and I was with a female you know that was with me that clearly more than likely she ain't got a couple bill couple meal because you know I, I'm I'm the winner you know what I'm saying like I'm I'm the one that's I'm the player you know I, I'm the one that's got the bread type of shit and you know more than likely if she is if she is you know if she if she if she got that bag too Still, you know, it's going to be that mutual respect where, you know, 
I could do this. I could provide. I, I could provide an ends and means that shows my value. So I, I understand. Like I, I can understand both perspectives. I can see why some females do that because it can show your value as a man. Let's be real. That can show your value as a man. Like let's be honest. Like that can show your value as a man. For me, as a, as who I am, I understand. There's still levels to you know wealth. There's still levels to wealth. Like and financially, you're not going to see a Zuckerberg. You're not gonna see them. You're not gonna see them type of people that's got a true bag. Oh, no. So you know, do that type of shit. Then that's what I'm looking at. I ain't want to be a Quavo. I already know I'm gonna be richer than Quavo here soon. Like I ain't worried about what he got and who. Yeah, yeah. Quavius, you know, Quavius, you know, we not we not thinking the same, man. You know, he. I I guarantee you. Then I just show you a video of him on Icebox not too long ago, and he was just mm-hmm. bitch buying nothing but diamonds and. Uh, and you can look at the jeweler looking at this dude, like, look at this dumbass nigga, like, coming here again, just buying all these these diamonds. No damn well, right when you get that shit. They're Knowing that money loan. They appreciate. Yeah. And that money loan, they ain't even his yeah. shit. And I'm thinking, yeah. to my, I'm thinking to myself, man, like, it's just ridiculous, man. And, and this, it's, this is the problem with how we are as a people. You know, people look up to these people. And it influences the culture in general. So when it comes down to where we at in terms of dating and stuff, women have these, a lot of women have these uh, unrealistic expectations of what a man is supposed to do for them and what a man is supposed to give for them, give to them. You know, for me, over time, if I'm with a woman, you know what I mean? First, it's not going to be someone that's materialistic like her. You know what I'm saying? I understand what she's, you know, that some women are like that. Some niggas like that. Some niggas like to trick off. I'm not that type of nigga. You know what I mean? I want a woman that doesn't expect me to get her shit. And, but if I, and, and I do because I love her just straight up. And, you know, and she brings value. I'll get you, I might, you know, I, I can get you a Birkin bag. I'm the type of nigga that troll too, though. I might pull a 50 cent and buy you a, a bag from TJ Maxx. And then get you a Bergen bag just to see if you had the same response. I just went, you know what I'm saying? Like, and not tell you that I got it from TJ Maxx. Just like, yeah, I got your bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, to see where your head's at. You know, I do, you know, that's that's where I, my, my my mentality is, man. Not just, just throwing money just because, you know. Rather that, I mean, I can see myself, like, in the future, you know, like, fuck a bag. Bitch, I, I just gave you, like, five Bitcoin. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I know it's not physical right now, but just wait in a couple of years and see how much you have then. Then you're going to be thanking me. You're going to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's like that. You know what I'm saying? That's where my mind, that's where my mind is at. A lot of niggas' minds is not right there. They, you know what I'm saying? Um, also with like, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at like these dudes, these like higher level athletes or whatever, like a PG like Paul George or whatever, marrying the chick. He was trying to get the, the baby away from, you know, trying to get her to abort the kid originally. Got knocked up again. Former stripper. Uh, clearly, this nigga is getting engaged because it's cheaper to keep her. Let's not. Let's keep it a fucking book. You know what I mean? When your career is over, just be expecting a divorce. Just be just be expecting another Scotty Pippen, uh, Scotty Pippen situation. That's his exactly what I was here, thinking. His <laughs> wife been out here going crazy, and now your kids gonna be on on social media seeing all this fuckery take place. I'm just looking like to myself, man. I'm like, you got these niggas got to be smarter, man. 
All these niggas, it seems like they're going for the Kardashian types and they're getting played. What the fuck do you expect? I mean, yeah. what do you expect at the end of the day, man? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's crazy. It's it's crazy to see. Like, the nigga that, um, that Scottie Pippen's wife, that, that Scottie Pippen's wife is messing with now, I seen um, some on IG, his other side chick found out about it and she started posting the shit he was doing for her. This nigga was sipping like crazy in the text message. You know what, man? I gotta, I gotta pull that shit up, man. I gotta, I gotta pull that shit up, man, because I feel like it's the, it's the perfect time. You know, since we on this topic, this shit had me. Bro, I was laughing. I'm like, bro, like this nigga's just signed for like sixty mil. Like, why is he simping? Like, I don't understand this shit, bro. Like, this nigga's like begging for pussy, damn near. Like, it, it's crazy, man. Crazy the society we live in. It's crazy as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't get it, man. I don't get why these niggas move like this. But it's going. It's going to take people. It's going to take the new, the new elites and shit. The niggas like us when we get to the top and become public figures. Because well, you know what. I don't know if we'll become public figures, but just because of how who we are, our backgrounds, more than likely, yeah, we will, we will become public figures at some point because they love a nigga that got money. You know what I mean? Like you see that nigga um on me in the Hellcat. I never heard this nigga in my life until you showed me him, nigga, rich as fuck. And what does he do? Make a YouTube showing all his riches. I'm like, bro, that's just gonna bring you all this negative attention which is what it's done for the most part it's just gonna bring you more stress and shit it's like why bro what's the point of sh- i know you got a lot of shit and you probably want to show it off because people down it counted it down you know they hated on you and shit but it's like you got to resist that temptation to just put shit on social media got to i like the term pseudo anonymous <laughs> pseudo anonymous that's what I've been using. Like uh, people know me, but I don't want them to know how what I got. I don't ever until I die. When I die, they can know exactly how much I got. That's my goal. I want to be that dude where nobody they might have known I was rich, but they didn't know that I like the real motherfuckers walking type shit. I want them to know. They may know, but they would never really know. You can know that I'm a millionaire when I'm a when I'm a billionaire type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a big difference. That's how I look at it. Yeah. All right, so yeah, this shit was on uh <laughs> I seen this shit on the, the, the shade room or whatever, and the nigga was hold on, let me see. So this dude right here, Malik uh Beasley, is his name. He just he plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nigga just signed a deal for like over 60 mil with that team, right? And this is apparently his other side chick before he was messing with Scottie Pippen's wife. And um she got upset, so she uh, she just um, started putting on social media what he was saying about her. Let me see, damn, let me see if I can find those uh those fucking tech. Cause I was up here, I was looking at that shit. I was like, bro, like I'm like, why? I'm like, I don't get it. Like, why are you doing all this extra shit? Like, why? What's the point of even? You got all this bread and you talking like this, so. I'm a, I'm zoom, a, zoom it in, zoom it in, zoom it in. All right, hold on. I think is that zoom it. 
Is that good? I'll, a little bit more. I don't know if, if it's different web pages. That's perfect right there. All right. Now I can read like the text message. So he's like, what's good, mama? I need you. Hit me back when you see this. I know you've seen this. So the niggas, he's already eager for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, like you a multimillionaire. Why are you coming at it like this? She's like, what's up? Next uh, screenshot. And this is the blue is her. It's just me. Do you want me to bring my friend? It's just one. And he's like, I mean, unless she ready, hello, nah, because you about to be with me. You need daddy. And then uh, she's like, I want it now. And no, I'm not fucking her with you, your minds. Send me Uber or I'm going home. Sending it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, mean, I mean, that's slight. No, that's slight. That's that's, that's nothing. But here, here's when stuff gets interesting. Okay, so this nigga is just fiending. Like, and daddy fucking posted you. I'm crazy for you. And this is a side chick. This man got a, a wife and a kid. And this is side chick. I'm crazy for you. Come out. Waiting for you still. I'll meet you at the house. And then he mentions her her name or whatever. She's like, call me. He's like, I did. Don't miss that flight, baby. And then she's like, I won't. But you didn't send the money for my mom either. So this nigga is not only paying for her, he's paying for her mom. And he's like, I'm sending that today. You going to make your flight? And then she, I guess she sent some a, a new picture or whatever. But then, yeah, he sent this long-ass message talking about... <laughs> he sent this long-ass email talking about, you know, how he's, he's sorry. He's, he got a baby mama. He loves her and shit. But then he's like... But then, he, then he's saying... um. Right now, we just we planting a seed and we're going to see where that goes. I don't know exactly, but I do know working at DTC for a reason to pay bills and do what you need to do. Yada, yada, yada. All right. So let me skip. He said, I want to I want to <laughs> he said, I want to know your needs. I want to talk late with you. I want to watch me play. I want you to watch me play. If you let me, I can take care of what of you monthly. If you know what I mean, what I want is to smoke with you, be inside you, laugh with you, get crazy with you. I want to send. <laughs> I want to send you flowers. I want to help your daughter. If you need another phone to talk to me, I'll do that. Just whatever has to be done. And then he's like, "I don't want to lose." She, he don't want her to lose her daughter or him to lose his son. We just need to focus. We we just focus on on me and you, but still desire our needs or whatever. And he's like, uh. That's what I'm looking for. If you don't want to be involved, that's fine. But no, I care about you. You will forever have a secret admirer. And this is the young lady. And I'm thinking to myself, after looking at that stuff, I'm like, bro, why? I'm like, bro, you worth like what? Over 60 million? And you you over here sending emails? Talking about something I want you. I want to get crazy with you. I, I want to be inside you. And look, you want all your bills paid? You want a new phone? I do it for you. That bitch must have the best pussy ever or some shit. Or I don't know, bro. Because I'm just thinking to myself, like, what makes a nigga stoop to this level? I think I think, it, I think, think the bottom line is the fact that it doesn't matter how much money, how much success that you have. If you're a better male, you're a better male. That's an art. That's a talent that you either have or you don't. I think that's what we have to start to realize because that's what I'm thinking. I was thinking that initially, but I, you know, when I start to think a little bit more, that's all it is. Just because a nigga is in the NBA or he got money or whatever, 
that don't mean he ever really understood how to interact with females. Mm. Simple. That don't ever. That don't mean anything when it comes to interacting with females. It's deeper than you know. It's deeper. It's deeper than them just fucking. You know, it's even deeper than just fucking. You know what I mean? Like it's deeper than that. Yeah. So, like at the end of the day, it don't matter how much bread you got. It don't matter your swagger. It don't even matter how other men look at you. Do you have it or do you not? And that's that's the game. You know what I mean? The game. That's understanding. You know, female nature. You know, that's understanding females in general. Yeah. And. And that's what I'm getting out of that. He just, you know, he he may have fucked before. He may have gotten more more females. He didn't understand what he was getting out of that. He don't. He didn't understand how to not be vulnerable, or how to how to not be manipulated, how to not I mean, protect but, himself because he he's on shade room. You know, like yeah. that's fucking embarrassing. But it's niggas out here fucking. It's it's, it's it's niggas out here fucking females. You know what I mean? Doing what he doing right. on the low and doing it right. Right. And and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, there's some niggas that like this shit. There's some. Like there's some niggas that fuck with the girl that that sucked off seven Phoenix Suns players. You know, there's some niggas that love that bitch and they'll post her and they'll post uh, uh her friend uh Selena Powell and shit. You know, get she get ran through it by the entire industry. Niggas, some niggas just love that shit. I'm a simp for this bitch. I'm about to spend racks on her and shit. I'm like, bro, like I'm like, you ain't got no respect for yourself. Like it's like you literally just, I mean. I don't get it. At I, some, I I just be thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't understand it, bro. Like, like you literally, if you're gonna simp for a woman, why simp for somebody like that? Like, I mean, simp for like a fucking neurosurgeon or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it, bro. Like, I don't understand these un, these dudes. But again, you know, mixing with athletes, rappers, you know, that inter- entertainment business is such a small pool, and they don't want to bring in people that are regular, regular or whatever. So they fucking with just the people that understand how the game works, you know? And yeah, man, it's like that nigga was talking like he ain't never had pussy before. Like, I'm thinking to myself, did this nigga get girls before he made the NBA or some shit? Because he's talking like some, he's saying some shit like a, a fucking 14-year-old would say or some shit. Like, you know, so so it's, it's interesting. And then you see niggas like Steph, Steph Curry, how his wife be running his relationship and niggas just be like, bro, like, your girl wants so much attention. Like, it's obvious she looking elsewhere for other niggas, but she's with Curry because you know why? Because that nigga, he's a high-value male. But Curry, I think Curry, had he took, the, I think he took the, you know, they got the red, the blue pill, and they got the purple pill, right? I think Curry took the purple pill at some point. It was like, you know what? Yeah, I know, I know she, um, she is who she is, you know, but she's a good mom. You know, we I got the bread, you know, on the breadwinner. She's doing her thing. We're gonna make it work. And you know, she can she can get out of line certain times. I'm not gonna check her, you know, because I love her and I understand how it works at the end of the day. And I'll keep my side chicks here and there, you know, and we will be good. <laughs> he took that he knows he knows what's going on, but he's just acting like it ain't there, it ain't happening. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. On that note, man, I ain't. I don't have anything else that I wanted to talk about. Uh, because I I feel like we 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 covered a lot. Was there anything else that you you wanted to talk about? I think we covered a lot. I think we covered a pretty good amount of information in this stream. 
you know, so look forward to the next one. For sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, you know, as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you didn't enjoy it, let us know. Uh, you can reach us on uh, Twitter at Podcast Divine. You can reach us on Instagram at Divine Council Podcast. You can reach us on SoundCloud, um, the Divine Council Podcast. Make sure to follow, like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Divine Council Podcast. You know, um, you know, we're, we're grinding with that. Uh, the podcast is available where all streaming, it, where streaming is available. You know, Apple Music, well, no, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any podcast app, we should be up there for the most part, for, like, major ones um, in general. And, uh, yeah, you know, give us feedback on, like, if you're if you, you listen on Apple Podcasts, you know, leave a review. That helps with uh, visibility moving forward. You know, a five-star rating helps big time. So, uh, yeah, you know, we're just going to, just keep grinding, you know. Uh, 2020 is almost up, but uh, hold you know, on one second. All right, I'm about to go ahead and find my my quote that I like to leave the listeners with. All right, so this quote is going to be. About time passing. So let me see. Mm. Hmm. I got my quote. Oh, well, damn. Let me go ahead and uh, get this going, this quote. Because uh, Quay lost uh, connection. But my quote for this podcast uh, is from Robert Jordan. And the quote is, As the will of time turns, places wear many names. Men wear many names, many faces. Different faces, but always the same man. Yet no one knows the great pattern the will weaves or even the pattern of an age. We can only watch and study and hope. Until next time, we're out. Peace.